statements made on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeVette Live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. Good afternoon, everyone. So good to be with you again today, this uh, lovely Friday. We finally have a little tiny break from the rain, but I think family's coming back tonight. So It looks like it. You know, for all those out in Texas and Oklahoma that have suffered so much through all this flooding... Our prayers are with you, and yeah, there's uh, it's amazing how much rain has fallen in Texas. Um, so, with me in the studio today, you're at QHI Wellness as we talk about brain fog and dementia. As uh, Susan, my nurse RN that works with me here at QHI Wellness, uh, she is our uh, Tony coordinator. So, so Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. And now this is your first plunge into into this arena. So, so I know you'll do great. We're just going to have a conversation about you know a question that that are on a lot of minds. If people can even think about the question, and that is, you know, what is it that causes or contributes to brain fog and dementia? So. The title of today's show is The Facts About Brain Fog and Dementia. What is my brain up to and how to treat? So, so Susan, what is up with your brain? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a catch, uh, catch question. Yeah, if you answer that one, and, and you're pleading guilty. <laughs> I am, yes. So all of us are guilty of brain fog sometimes, you know, forgetfulness, you know, sometimes um, the reasons are pretty obvious, you know, if we're overwhelmed, we've got uh, too much on our plate, you know, we're running around like scalded twits, you know, that, uh, that can be a factor in, you know, causing or contributing to forgetfulness, you know. And the question is, Susan, what, what is normal you know, forgetfulness, and what is when does it become patholo- pathological? A lot of people say that, well, they just can't remember names like they used to, or, you know, they forget where they put their keys, or, you know, they, they you know, f- forgot what, what they went into a room to do. You know, what, what are they in there for, you know? So, um, so we all have had moments of that. 
no matter what ages you are, you know, some of us are more distractible than others, you know. Um, I was always a daydreamer. <clears throat> my, my teachers, uh, especially some of them, were pretty hard on me. I got clobbered by some uh, nuns, too, because my first grade I was in a nunnery and, uh, <clears throat> and a Catholic school in South Africa. And they were pretty mean, you know. I was a dreamer. I've always been a dreamer. And so I got uh, beat over the knuckles and had my ears nearly pulled off, you know, a few times because I was staring out the window too long or something. You know, so <clears throat> I didn't follow instructions. <laughs> you ever had any of those kind of teachers or situations? Or were you right on top of everything going through school? Oh, no. No, I had some similar, pretty much similar cases myself. But I wasn't paying attention necessarily to what was going on because my mind was somewhere else. Yeah. Happened a lot in college. Well, in, in some, in, in some uh, quarters, they would call that ADD or ADHD. And so I guess maybe, maybe both of us suffered a little bit from that. Maybe we still suffer a little maybe. bit from, <laughs> from that. So, um, you know, and... But... When does it become pathological? So when, um, you know, that's one thing we want to talk about today is is the criteria uh, for dementia. You know, so we're also going to talk about the different types of dementia, what, you know, what uh, goes wrong in the mind, in the brain, you know, for somebody to develop dementia. We're We're also going to be talking about the causes. You know, why are we seeing so much more dementia today than ever before? And, um, and then uh, we're going to talk solutions. And I'll, I'll just say right off the, off the bat that, you know, since there's no conventional cure for dementia, and that's, that's the fact, there's no cure. You know, there's some medications that maybe supposedly slow down the deterioration, uh, but there's really no, no ultimate solutions there. So since uh, conventional care it is not an option, uh, to cure dementia, you know, the issue of prevention is absolutely critical. So, uh, so we need to understand why why this happens, how to prevent it, and um, you know, what some of those exacerbating factors are that uh, also come into play. And like always, we'll also give you the recall healing uh, interpretation. Will help you understand from a recall healing perspective. You know, what uh, what happens for uh, some people that they have a tendency to develop dementia, pathological dementia. And, um, you know, so I think that uh, all of you listening will find that also very interesting. There's always a program in my belief system. You know, we, we always see a conflict program that underlies every illness. And when we understand the conflict program, if we can bring that to consciousness by asking the right questions, by doing appropriate investigative work, we can often see a big difference um, in the outcomes from those pathologies as long as they're not too advanced. Uh, so, Susan, you know, what, what in your mind, when, when does forgetfulness become pathological? What is what sticks out for you, you know, as an RN <clears throat> that says to you that somebody 
looks like they're developing pathological dementia versus just everyday forgetfulness. You know, that's just part of, <clears throat> part of the game. But this is kind of one of those where I feel, and this is just my personal opinion, um, <clears throat> when somebody's getting to the point of pathological memory loss is when they start forgetting things which we would call a short-term memory loss. So they don't remember things that have been said to them five minutes ago or um, things that they have done or where they put something. Um, and they may have just put that down on the counter, walked into another room, and now they've come back and they can't remember where they put their keys, for example. Those are the types of things I would be looking at or considering to be um, pathological. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. And I, and I would say that if there's a progressive pattern of memory loss, so if it's, you know, if somebody just forgets the keys here and there and they forget where they put things down every now and then or um, they become easily distracted, you know, or if they forget a name, you know, that they should remember um, every now and then, we could say, well, that is, you know, just normal forgetfulness, everyday brain fog that sometimes comes in. But when you get to a, a point where you see somebody that is progressively becoming more and more forgetful, um, you know, and you see that every day on a, you know, continuous basis, that's the other thing. If it just happens every now and then, but there's other uh, periods of lucidity where everything seems fine, then uh, it may not be pathology yet. It, it may just be stress and that's con you know contributing, playing a role. Um, it may be fatigue. You know, so fat chronic fatigue, for example, can uh, not just uh, affect the body; it can also affect the brain. So the brain is uses a lot of energy to to remember, and uh, you know, so so if uh, if we neglect that, then oftentimes you know we'll see if we neglect our energy, we'll see it in in the mental sphere as well. I'm put my phone up here. So I could see too um, typically when we start looking at anybody who's getting to the beginning stages of possible dementia, Alzheimer's or in that realm, it's usually usually with um, elder people or people that are aging. Um, we don't often see those type of symptoms in younger our younger populations. And however, um, like you're saying, if it's something that is a uh, continued or um, repetitive thing that they're doing, that's when we might see the beginning stages of uh, short-term memory loss or dementia or Alzheimer's, as I was suggesting. Um, when it gets to be a little more um, in-depth or a little more progressed, we would start seeing where patients might or people might be uh, starting to get to a point where they don't remember um, family members' names and such like that, um, or new people that come into their life, they can't remember who they are, but they just, you know, they've been uh, been seeing them. It has to be the long-term things where they remember um, family that's been in their home, a home that um, they've lived in for years. When they move to a new place, they're confused. We often, um, they don't get where they can remember which room that they're supposed to go to or where the bathroom's located or um, things like that. 
Now we're going to uh, talk more about you know definitions, but uh, when we come back, we're also going we're also going to be talking about you know how to uh, prevent dementia. You know, with uh, this huge epidemic going from bad to worse in our society, with millions of people you know coming down with dementia-like illnesses every every year, and you know currently in the healthcare system with dementia. You know, we're, we're going to be talking solutions. So, uh, also, if you want more information, go to our website, QHI Wellness, QHIWellness.com, or call 903 uh, 903-939-2069, 903-939-2069. If you want to talk to someone here in the clinic, QHIWellness.com. Is Dr. Peter DeVette live? Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBet Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBet. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeBet Live. Again, we are talking about brain fog and dementia. And... Uh, what is my brain up to and how to treat it? So we are, you know, in, inundated with cases in the medical community of people that are developing 
dementia, not just when they are older, but we're seeing it uh, happen uh, at younger and younger ages. You know, so it is uh, progressively <coughs> increasing in incidence. We're going to talk about some of the causes. So, you know, the most common type of dementia is called uh, called Alzheimer's disease. So, Alzheimer's basically indicates that we don't know the cause, um, and you know that it's a, usually a, a progressive form of dementia uh, that happens progressively. In other words, it's not a sudden on, onset, and uh, it gets uh, progressively. Uh, worse over time. Uh, most people, when they start getting symptoms of dementia, of Alzheimer's, will usually uh, be <clears throat> dead within 10 years. So the typical life expectancy of someone uh, with dementia and with Alzheimer's is about uh, 10 years uh, from the moment of first symptoms. Most of the time, you know, <clears throat> The way dementia is really diagnosed is because of what others perceive uh, to be happening. So if you have family members or friends uh, that are noticing that you are becoming more forgetful, um, and that's usually a more objective indication that things are going south. You know, so when somebody comes to me and they say, well, you know, I'm getting more forgetful, uh, I want something to, uh, to help my memory, you know, that's important, but usually... You know, you'll notice changes happening um, before others will, but a lot of people will not will not act on that or say anything. You know, until they are have, have deteriorated more. And oftentimes, when people finally you know seek help, you know they already have a very significant deterioration. And um, you know, as far as conventional medicine, as we mentioned earlier, not much that is you know offered as in fact there is no uh, real good treatment for alzheimer's disease there are some medications that slow the progression supposedly but that's even even that's questionable you know and <clears throat> if it really does and um, you know certainly if we do see uh, <clears throat> a slowdown in the progression then it's minimal uh, on the other hand you know there's a there's a lot that we've learned about uh, prevention of Alzheimer's disease. In those that have a family history of Alzheimer's, of course, you need to be more concerned about the possibility of developing that yourself. Um, you know, but it is not necessarily a given. No matter how, you know, significant your family history is, you know, it's not an absolute given <clears throat> that you are going to get it. So, Susan, besides, um, you know, Alzheimer's, progressive deterioration of, of the brain, of the neurons in the brain. Um, do you, can you think of other causes or other conditions where dementia is a big contributor? Well, I could say that um, a lot of things, that, that when it comes to memory loss in general, whether it's dementia or, or other just... Um, uh, the beginning stages of, of someone saying that they have something going on with their memory, um, be it brain fog or whatever. Um, there's all types of other disorders and, and diseases that may attribute to that. But I would say a lot of times it has to do with the types of foods we eat in our environment. 
So given the environment, what we're in, um, if that environment is stressful, um, if that uh, the foods that we're eating are, are genetically modified, if we're eating a lot of sugar or starches, things that break down in our body's uh, system too quickly, um, our calories are too high. Um, also, if we're if we're not watching um, just in general the types of foods that we're eating, we're not getting enough um, vegetables in our diet that can give us the, the zinc, which is great for memory uh, and, and those types of things. Yeah, so the, those are contributing factors. Um, and so that that's part of what we're also uh, discussing. And I'll go into a little bit deeper. But um, in terms of other conditions that might contribute, um, so what you're saying is nutrient deficiencies can sure. contribute certainly. So malnutrition is a big one. So you know, that's a condition that, again, unfortunately, is not picked up by most in conventional medicine. So, so if you go to an integrative practitioner or somebody that practices holistic medicine, you have a better chance at them discovering what might be deficient in the body that might be contributing to brain uh, deterioration. Um, now, just going back to conventional medicine, you know, so uh, when we talk about different types of dementia or different contributors, um, and normally in conventional medicine we think pathologies like, for instance, multi-stroke dementia, <clears throat> you know, so where, where somebody has small strokes in the brain, and um, so instead of a gradual decrease in memory or, you know, a downturn in memory, you see kind of like a stepwise uh, decrease, you know, so stepwise deterioration in their memory. So, you know, you know, one moment they're fine, five minutes later they can't remember you know, some critical things and they seem, you know, out of it and, uh, and then there may be a little bit of recovery but then, you know, a month later they might have another uh, sudden deterioration. So. So when we do uh, CAT scans or, or MRIs on those patients, you'll, you'll see little lesions in the brain that are developing because of usually atherosclerosis, so deficiency in blood flow to the brain. Um, you know, so you can either have what we call an embolic event. In other words, a little piece of plaque from a blood vessel can uh, split off and create a clot, or you can... Um, you know, have a clot go from one place in the body to another, or you can have a, a thrombus form, you know, inside a narrowed blood vessel. Uh, you know, so those are the two types. And then, of course, you get a third type where there's actual brain bleed. Typically, though, if there's brain bleed, you're not going to have forgetfulness. You're going to, you know, have far more severe symptoms. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, but it can start uh, very, very early symptoms with somebody suddenly just not, you know, knowing who they are or where they are and what's going on. And the next moment they might have an extreme headache and then go from there. So other conditions that are typically con uh, associated with dementia you know, include Alzheimer's disease, uh, sorry, uh, Parkinson's disease. So Parkinson's, you know, part of the syndrome of Parkinson's disease is dementia. So, you know, People with Parkinson's get uh, mm -hmm. more and more um, deterioration of brain functions and more and more dementia. So uh, there's you know, conditions like Huntington's disease and 
you know, other um, inherited disorders uh, that can also uh, affect different parts of the brain. Sometimes they're linked to movement disorders, or sometimes they're not. Um, and then, you know, again, I mentioned chronic fatigue syndrome. You know, that affects younger people. It's usually not uh, clear-cut dementia, but somebody with severe chronic fatigue syndrome can have severe brain fog just because they have no energy in the brain. You know, their <clears throat> ability to make energy in their brain cells has uh, diminished. You know, you sometimes, sometimes see that with, you know, other autoimmune diseases, and you also see it in fibromyalgia syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because of all the pain. So any pain syndrome, anytime somebody is in pain, they can also have uh, effects on the brain, you know, the function of the brain. So when you're, you know, when you have a lot of pain, it's hard to focus on anything else other than the pain. And then the drugs, so medications, you know, conventional medicine, you know, a lot of the medications that people take for a myriad of health challenges can have as one of the side effects uh, being more forgetful or being more tired or being, you know, having metabolic slowdown. Those are usually side effects that are not even listed on the, the, the warnings, you know, or the side effect list because they're not, you know, as serious and most people don't even know that there's a connection between the drug that they're taking and the fact that they can't remember so well. Uh, you know, so so that's a little bit of frustration. So now Susan um, mentioned a number of contributing factors. So uh, so we're going to get into those next, and in how to uh, you know make the brain as healthy as possible, how to um, optimize brain health. We're going to start with lifestyle. So Susan, just uh, kind of repeat uh, again what what are the lifestyle issues um, in about a minute because we, we're going to break soon again, but what are the key lifestyle issues that contribute to brain function or brain problems, brain function disorders? Well, again, when we were talking, I mentioned um, environment, um, your environment, like what types of environments you're in, and are they high stress? Um, and that could be causing some of it along with nutrition, the types of foods that you're eating, um, and your calorie intake and such that might cause um, some brain um, fog. So I mentioned too about the types of um, foods that might cause some of that, which are genetically modified foods. Additionally, the types of foods we should be eating, which are more vegetables, which contain, um, for example, zinc, which is really good for the brain. Um, Vitamin D as well is very good for brain function. And, and that's one of the things we need um, very much in our in our diets. Yeah, and um, you know, so really, really bad things that that have happened in our society. You know, for instance, the recommendation that we eat low fat. Low fat, no good for the brain. And you know, you mentioned GMO. That's critical. High uh, fructose corn syrup. You know, a lot of people are live on fructose. You know, it sweetens uh, a lot of things that they take. Refined carbohydrates. Uh, artificial sweeteners, all very critical. Um, so for more information on all of this stuff, also get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. And uh, you can get a copy at Q- shopqhi.com. Shopqhi, that stands for Quantum Healing Institute.com. We'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. 
find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. Life Force Naturals, a cut above any commercially available multinutrient combination. To order your bottle of Life Force Naturals, call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Help your body get rid of disease-causing inflammation today with Flamaway, presented to you by DeVette Wellness. Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches, and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of phlegm away today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or go online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. We're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, here with Susan in the studio. Uh, Susan Garrett, who <clears throat> works with me, you're at QHI Wellness. You're in Tyler, Texas, where we practice the very best of natural medicine with the essentials of conventional medicine for a healthier you. Our motto is, in the most cost-effective medicine, is getting healthy. So most people don't even realize that, uh, you know, how expensive it is to be ill. So whether it is dementia or cancer or heart disease or autoimmune disease or whatever else uh, can go wrong, you know, we're talking a lot of expense to for being sick. You know, it's not just the direct expense, you know, on drugs, out-of-pocket payments for doctor's visits and hospitalizations, but also the indirect expenditures, you know, the reduction in your quality of your life, your creativity, your ability to think on your feet, your you know, um, ability to make money. More and more people are on the dole now, 110 million, 110 million people in this country are getting a government assistance uh, of one kind or another. That is uh, literally a third of our population, folks. And, 
you know, I don't begrudge those people that need that help. But unfortunately, what's happening is we're getting more and more dependency on a very, very dysfunctional governing structure in this country. And, uh, you know, so, and one of the things that is affecting most of us, if not all of us, is overwhelm. It's just trying to, you know, keep track of things in our lives, things that are important, trying to balance. You know, most of us do not do a good job balancing. We do not get, in, most, most don't get enough sleep. You know, Susan, you, you mentioned uh, during the break, you know, the, the role, the impact of insomnia. You know, so I'm going to have you, you know, <clears throat> talk a little bit more about that too. But, um, but that's, that's, that's a critical factor. Also, medications. Um, Susan, do you know what medication, what are the medications that you really, really get concerned about in terms of how it might affect brain function and memory? Well, goodness, there's several. <laughs> um, some of your cardiac drugs will cause you to have some of those problems. Um, even so, so much for those, for example, even those medications that we often take for depression um, may have the adverse effects, uh, side effects. Um, and so you're not getting, it might be causing you to feel a little bit better emotionally, yet you're not getting the sleep you need. Um, and insomnia is huge. Um, people are not getting the adequate sleep that they need and the proper sleep, um, then they're not going to function in their daily activities the way they should in, in over a longer period of time really starts to affect their function not only in memory but how they function um, in other activities throughout the day. Yeah, and um, you know, I will say that the drug that worries me the most, not because it's the worst of the drugs, but because so many people take that you know, category of drug, and it is a cardiac drug, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. it's the statins. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how many people do we all know that take statin drugs? You know, every other person has high cholesterol uh, and is being put on, you know, I'm talking about adults, you know, <clears throat> above a certain age, being put on statin drugs. And there's even children being placed on these drugs now, uh, which, is, which blows my mind because these drugs can be so harmful. Uh, but if you take a, a statin drugs, you can bet it's going to affect your memory after a while. And, um, you know, so it, and, and that's one, one of the reasons why physicians don't take these freaking drugs that they prescribe to other people, you know? Very, very few physicians take statin drugs. And I remember, you know, one of my colleagues started taking the statin drug. And very soon, you know, I, he was actually one of our instructors. You know, he was a very, very good you know, instructor. And, you know, after being on the drug for about two or three months, he started getting more and more forgetful. And he literally, it looked like he was starting to de develop dementia right in front of our eyes, you know, as we were training with him. And, uh, you know, I, I asked him one day if he didn't, if he wasn't concerned about you know, the statin drug side effects. And uh, lo and behold, he came off of the drug, and, you know, thank God, his memory came back. But it took a long time for it to come back, and a lot of the time it does not come back. So if you take statin drugs, even when you come off of them, oftentimes that memory that you've lost 
won't come back. There's also other reasons, because statin drugs affect hormones, affects the production of testosterone, which is critical for maintenance of strength, vitality, and also brain strength. So, you know, these hormones like progesterone, estrogen, DHEA, pregnenolone, all the natural hormones, you know, impact on brain function. And, and that's one of the reasons why I love natural hormone replacement therapy, because it, it helps to improve, um, you know, the function of the brain in a lot of people. So um, I would say that other categories of drugs that I really, really get concerned about is the benzodiazepines. That's Xanax, Ativan. Clonopin, clonazepam, whatever you want to call them, Valium, those drugs mess with your head, folks, and you can't think straight anymore, and even very intelligent people start uh, becoming stupid after a while, you know, on those drugs. They also have other really, really nasty side effects, and I, I will tell you, I, I went from, you know, when I first got trained, I thought those drugs had potential, that they were pretty good, but, you know, I very quickly uh, got alerted to the tremendous downside. So I don't use benzodiazepines at all anymore. Some patients come to me on them, but I just don't like them. The same with narcotics. If you take narcotics of any kind, you're going to have some stupid side effects. You know, In other words, you're going to feel stupid because when you're under the influence, it is uh, marijuana or you know street drugs or narcotics you know, prescription or legal drugs, you know, or benzodiazepines, you know, about the only one that doesn't make you stupid is speed. Uh, you know, you don't want to take that because you, could, you know, it just makes you keep on going. But some people actually take speed, and one was, one, was one of the drugs, you know, that um, people gravitated towards that, that needed, you know, some more energy and some more brain power, you know. So, um, and again, there's a whole legal drug trade in our country, you know, including Ritalin and uh, Ativan, what, what is it called? Um, uh, um, huh, <laughs> um, You know, Adderall, sorry, Adderall. I knew it was Adda, Adderall. Mm -hmm. So those drugs, you know, are brain stimulants, and surprisingly and paradoxically, it, it helps to stimulate brain function. But I am convinced that those drugs also contribute to dementia later on because it wears out some of the brain neurotransmitters um, and even some of the antihistamines and you know sleep aids, uh, antidepressants as you mentioned, they mess with your acetylcholine. Acetylcholine is a, a, a critical uh, neurotransmitter that is responsible for memory, that is in, uh, you know, part and parcel of your ability to remember or not. Um, and Susan, you mentioned sleep, so Talk a little bit more about sleep. How does that affect memory? Well, if you're if you're not getting enough sleep, um, you know your brain's not going to function adequately, anyways. Um, sleep plays such a vital role in every in everyday um, activities. It, um, you know, it's not just sleep, and I and I'm losing memory, but sleep is that if I don't get the adequate amount of sleep, I'm not overall functioning properly, which means that I'm probably not going to eat properly. I'm not going to um, work as well as I would. And my um, levels of a brain function are just not going to be as high as they could be if you're getting adequate sleep. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's actually a part of the brain called the reticular ad- activating center. When you are sleep deprived, you don't get adequate sleep. That part of the brain shrinks. That part of the brain that keeps you awake, that keeps you fired up, and, you know, and, and is the relay station between, you know, the part of your brain that, that is primed for memory, you know, and the rest of it, um, you know, the autonomic nervous system and so forth. That uh, reticular activating uh, center gets smaller and smaller. So it literally has impacts on the size of the parts of the brain that, that are responsible, especially for short-term memory. Uh, so, you know, the hugely negative impacts there too, you know, if you, if you don't get enough sleep. And, you know, a lot of people, the solution is if they don't get enough sleep, they, they live on uh, stimulants, uh, caffeine and so forth. Bad idea because that also burns, you know, your brain. So, um, you know, coffee is not quite as bad as we thought because it actually does have uh, very strong antioxidants if you drink organic. So a cup or two a day is fine. But if you start living on it, then it means that you have some other big problem going on. Also, we'll say that, you know, we we mentioned, uh, actually we mentioned environmental toxicity, but big, big problem with mercury and aluminum especially. Mm-hmm. Lots of mercury in people's uh, mouths if they still have silver things, and, and most people do, and aluminum and everything you can think of. You know what, what, what all has aluminum in, Susan? Off the top of my head. <laughs> basically, your prepackaged foods, for example, a lot of times those, not only are those genetically modified foods that are prepackaged for us, they have tons of preservatives in them which aren't good for us either, which also will affect our brain function. But oftentimes we find that they are, the containers that they are supplied in or packaged in um, will have aluminum in them, uh, and that's an example. Well, there's one particular container that, you know, has a lot of aluminum. Mm-hmm. And that is one that's made from aluminum. There's actually two. Uh, and the big one is aluminum cans, so soda pop and so forth. And the other one is aluminum tin foil or aluminum foil. Uh, you know, so any time you cook in aluminum foil or you cover your food in aluminum foil, that also causes a problem. Again, for those of you that want more information on all that we're talking about, uh, want to read up, study up more, get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, Heal Thyself, and you can get a copy at qhiwellness.com, qhiwellness.com, or call us 903-939-2069, we'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. 
there's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. Devet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. A powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients, including MSN, boswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeBette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeBette. We're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeBette Live. Again, you're with Susan in the studio. Uh, you're at QHI Wellness in Tyler. Uh, Texas, the beautiful piney woods of East Texas, rose capital of the U.S. of A., and uh, also beautiful azaleas, you know, especially when you come through here in springtime. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. And, uh, you know, and yes, lots of water, especially right now. So, <laughs> so we, we have been inundated, so thank God, not like Houston. And not like Dallas last night. You know, huge, huge floods there. <clears throat> so, yeah, a lot of people have lost their lives here in, in East Texas. Now, Susan, one of our other mottos is that in order to heal a disease, it's critical and often sufficient to discover and clear the the root of it. You know, in order to clear it. So, so when we talk about Alzheimer's, when we talk about dementia, when we talk about forgetfulness. Yeah, we've touched on a number of things. I will say, though, um, you know, you had something that you wanted to say about cookware and about cooking, what we cook in, mm-hmm. and how that affects the brain. Yes, uh, oftentimes we use metal cookware or um, a cookware that will uh, contain an aluminum or a base or Teflon um, lining in it. And those are very toxic to us when we're preparing our foods. And the recommendation would be that if you if you have those or you're cooking in those, to switch to a um, ceramic cookware so that those toxins don't um, absorb into your food while you're cooking them. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. So you know, avoid aluminum cookware, even if it's coated with ceramics. So sometimes you'll you'll have coated uh, articles, you know. So it, that doesn't necessarily mean that you you cannot um, get any of that toxin into your system. For instance, uh, tin cans are coated with plastics. You still get tin toxicity, but now you also get in addition to that plastic toxicity. You know, <clears throat> so, uh, so, so some some of the um, uh, <clears throat> plastic toxins can also affect the brain and can contribute to uh, <clears throat> dementia-type disorders, too. I will also tell you that vaccines um, are a major concern that I have. Uh, in the flu vaccine, for example, there's mercury and aluminum used as preservative. And uh, it, those are neurotoxic and also immunotoxic, so it affects the immune system. And I, I will just tell you that time after time I see people get flu shots and then they get sick in spite of it, sometimes right away. You know, and, and then they say, well, you know, that's not, that wasn't the flu. They just got sick because uh, by chance. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of uh, sicknesses that are happening by chance and a lot of dementia and that's going back from bad to worse. So uh, there is some indication that, you know, the more flu shots an individual gets, the more likely they are to develop dementia. Now, you will see not see that reprinted in the conventional media. Um, and it you know, should be highlighted. So, um, Susan, you know, exercise is also an incredibly important prevention method for Alzheimer's. It's been shown in study after study, many, many studies, that you know, elder, uh, elderly individuals that stay active, their minds also do better. And also those that, that uh, continue to work. I mean, retirement you know, is dangerous, especially for men. Life expectancy after retirement for a man is about four years. So, but staying mentally active, you know, I I have a a couple that in Zumba. You know, one of, Zumba is my favorite uh, form of exercise. I do it four or five times a week. Uh, and in my class is an 80 year old couple, husband and wife, and you know they are both sharp as a tack. Now she plays bridge almost every freaking day. And she's very, very good at it. But that woman, you know, is sharp as a tack. You know, and, and that's because she's exercising her brain every single day, remembering cards, you know. And, you know, so when people stay active reading, you know, so many people just stop reading, you know, and they stop learning, you know, early in life. So if, you, if you're not, I, there's a saying, if you're not growing, if you're not expanding, then you are dying. And that, that same applies to your mind. It is critical to keep it going. And keep, keep stress at bay. You know, we mentioned um, the recall healing elements. There's a book, Recall Healing, Pyramid of Health, that has all of the diseases, you know, that you can think of listed, and the program, the emotional program that codes for that illness. You'll also see uh, big sections in Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health. You know, that, that has information on the coding behind diseases, including dementia. And we'll talk about the specific program uh, for dementia here in a moment. So Susan, be prepared for a trick question on mm-hmm. what the coffee did. <laughs> Think about it for a moment. You know, and, uh, and oftentimes the, the coffees behind illnesses are common sense. They just, you know, they, they kind of jump out at you when you, when you finally hear what, what it is, um, even if you didn't know. So 
also will we'll say that there's certain uh, detox methods. So detoxing the body. When it, when it comes to treatment, uh, when it comes to mitigation, get yourself a good detox protocol going. Now, the one that I use for a lot of my patients and for myself uh, is Penella for brain detox, for brain, uh, you know, it's a brain um, cleansing agent. And then there's Berber and Parsley. Berber and Parsley for the whole body, but also helps with the, the brain itself. And then Sparga, S-P-A-R-G-A, for sulfur detoxification to get the methylation pathways going again. Often those are messed up in people with dementia or people with, with forgetfulness. So it starts in the liver. The liver is not working. You get a toxicity buildup that affects your head. So, you know, that... Um, and then there's critical nutrients. Uh, Susan, uh, you mentioned vitamin D3. Mm-hmm. Critical for protecting brain function. Uh, improved moods is also... Deficiency of D3 is also linked to depression. And I will say to you... Um, Susan, you know, people listening out there, the depression often masquerades as dementia. So if somebody is depressed, you may not realize it because the only symptom that, that they might have, especially if they're elderly, is forgetfulness. So, you know, just consider that. So anything that's going to help moods improve, you know, is critical. What other nutrients are so important for brain function, uh, Susan, besides D3? Um, other nutrients such as folate and zinc are, are very good for uh, the brain function. Uh, those help um, regenerate the, the proteins in the brain. Um, if somebody has a methylation pathway, the folate that they need to use uh, is not just re- re- regular folic acid. They have to actually get the activated form. Uh, for instance, we have a product called Folapro, um, and so, you know, that is actually the uh, metabolic um, product of folic acid that, that, you know, the body can use more efficiently if that little pathway is broken. A lot of people have genetic uh, pathway abnormality. B12, also really, really critical for <clears throat> brain function and all the B vitamins. Uh, you know, so a good super B complex or something like that uh, is a good idea. You know, consider that. Uh, Fatty acids, omegas. Yeah, now now we're getting into into the most uh, critical uh, of factors. You know, so fatty acids. We said low low fat diets, no good for brain function. If you want to have a healthy brain, healthy mental functions, then make sure you eat lots of fat. Yes, I. You heard me correctly. Did you hear me correctly? I did. High fat. fat. High fat. Lots of lots of fat. Healthy fats, though, not poisonous fats, so stay away from polyunsaturated fats, stay away from trans fatty acids, you know, burnt fats, uh, fats used in, you know, cooking food, by and large, a problem. Unless it's a fully saturated fat, like for instance, if you cook with coconut oil or palmitic oil, and that's okay. But, you know, other than that, be very, very careful of using oils. Uh, now, if you walk fry, you can uh, walk, you know, that's the Chinese method of cooking. Uh, lower temperatures, you know, you're kind of almost steaming more than you're just really cooking uh, because the and the vegetables are usually still crunchy, nice and fresh. Um, you know, there you can use a little bit of olive oil or you can use macadamia nut oil or, uh, you know, there's uh, there's some oils that have 
a higher smoking points, what we call a higher smoking points, so they don't burn as easily. Uh, olive oil has a relatively low smoking point, so you have to be careful of <coughs> cooking with it. I will also say, you, you mentioned fish oil, critical. Omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and, G, uh, and DHA, eicosapentaenoic acid and eicosahexaenoic acid, acid, very, very important for you know, improving brain function. Um, I will also say that medium-chain triglycerides, uh, like MCT oil, good for brain, um, comes from coconut and palmitic oil. Um, very, very helpful. And I, I would like flaxseed oil, too, because it has ALA alpha-linolenic acid in it. Um, that is omega-3 fatty acid. And then GLA, you know, evening primrose oil, uh, can have some benefits as well, you know, and... Um, Omega-9 fatty acids, because it's fuel for the brain. It's fuel for the brain. The brain actually does much better on fatty acids for fuel rather than sugar. So, so that's important to remember. You know, so going from high sugar, high carbohydrate, to low sugar, uh, low carbohydrate, you know, sorry, low um, refined carbohydrates. You still want vegetables and fruits which are carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. Lots of organic. Stay off of the pesticides. All of that, really, really critical. And keep your stress levels down. Learn to play. Be, you know, be curious. Curiosity, you know, is a tremendously powerful tool for keeping the brain fresh and keeping the brain active. You know? Yes. So to recap, folks, we're talking about eating healthier foods by organic, um, adding those healthy fats into your diet, um, exercising, getting up and moving as much as possible. Um, making sure that you have the supplementation that's necessary, get some sun each day, and um, make sure. And make sure that you reach out to us if you want more information. Call us at QHI Wellness here in Tyler, Texas, 903-939-2069. We also do coaching, uh, you know, phone coaching sessions, life coaching sessions, to teach those of you that want to stay healthy how to do that and to help those of you that are getting in trouble uh, early on. Come and see us in East Texas. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern,